And we are live. Welcome to episode 14 of the DGN Report, where we we are bringing on the next big, big up-and-coming NFT project and their creators also. That project being Iki Guy. Everybody, welcome Maria. Hey, Stutterboy. How's it going? Thanks for having me on today. It's going good. So before we talk about anything else, you, you and your team have got a bit of a thud recently. <laughs> we so, have. So with that, before we talk, we talk about that. Let's talk about the event. What was the the good, the bad, and the ugly part of minting Iki Guy? Yeah. So the good, um, the good is. So we mint the book of Ikigai minted on Monday, October 31st. We had a whitelist mint. It was a total 5,000 NFTs. We sold about half of that in the whitelist period. Um, and then the remaining of the mint sold out in public sale within seconds. Nice. Um, so, you know, I, I was not expecting the, the support and, and the sales to come in that quickly. That was definitely the good. Um, the other good is we were number one in volume for that day. Um, we're currently over 300k in volume in in Damn. less than three days. That is like really really good. You look at most most NFTs that mint over on Cardano, and it takes them weeks and weeks to emit and gain like even a third of that volume. So yeah, so super good job there, guys. Thank you. And now let's talk about the the bad like what was some of the bad you've seen during your minting yeah so some of the bad um i guess one thing that that the team is i i guess the most concerned about or the most concerned about making right is would be the number of holders that we currently have um listed on secondary so right now we have about 25 to 30 percent of of all nfts for sale on nfts and that's not really where we want to be also the floor is is under mint and and that's something that the team obviously wants to find solutions for and, and to improve and so like do you guys have any solutions that you might not be like, this is what we're doing, but this is something y'all may do. So, you know, we feel that we do have a strong roadmap, um, but, you know, I guess maybe I can touch on a little bit of the ugly. We, we have received a lot of FUD, and a lot of the FUD revolves around the artwork um, and the fact that the main profile picture collection a lot of people feel like it's underwhelming compared to the one of ones or the genesis artwork that we've shared and it's the same artist it's the same um our artist is one of our co-founders tetsuo um he's he, he's the same artist that has done everything and and i we just feel like maybe the sentiment is that the pfp is kind of a disservice to his talent um so, you know, one of the solutions that the team has heard from people, you know, and, and we're not deciding on anything 100%. Obviously, it's only three days after our mint, and a lot of this FUD just started yesterday. Um, and we had a roadmap in place that we wanted to proceed with, and now, you know, we're receiving backlash on things. And, you know, we kind of need to take a step back and go, go to the drawing board and see, you know, is an art migration the correct thing to do to improve some things in the art and, and this and that. But... 
Um, yeah, we, we can't say 100% if that's what we're going to do. We need to speak with our community and we'll have a, a town hall and all of that to, to discuss with everyone what the best solution is for our project going forward. Nice. So, so now that you guys have minted and you guys did it super fast, which also does kind of make sense why there'd be so much FUD because there's so many NFTs out there that don't mint nearly as fast. Yeah. So so maybe it could be like partly jealousy, but you would never know because NFTs go so fast. There's always a new project coming out. But but going for Ikigaya, what's the next biggest thing you guys are planning on doing? So one thing that we just announced, um, we just put out a, a big major announcement yesterday. This was obviously before we heard a lot of the FUD. Um, the the first thing that we announced is, and this has been in our roadmap since the beginning, most of this stuff, it's just, you know, kind of updates on, on what's next for the project. Um, we have a community treasury for our project, and half of all secondary royalties goes to our community treasury. Um, to for the community to come up with ideas in addition to what the team's doing with our roadmap they can come up with ideas to help fund the project and and do things to make it um you know our community has a lot of ideas so um the community they really love ramen um so we named it the ramen dao based off of that feedback um some other things is that we did was kind of cool um some of our nfts have you, you can look on JPEG store and they have like a utility um, filter and they have a logo. They have like the icky guy logo like I have here. They have it vertical on the left hand side and that gets you a custom full body artwork of your. So you see like your ugly bros right here, the the collab that we did with ugly bros and icky guy. Yeah, that would be kind of something similar. Like obviously this is more of the ugly bro style, but it would be like a kind of what a full body would would be a little bit nice so so it'd kind of be a one of a one correct and it'll be Ooh. under a separate policy idea like and, and we with our genesis one of the things is also a custom as well so it's like a one of one that you get nice. um yeah and everything's will be hand drawn from our artists for the the um the full body pieces um so yeah, it'll be it'll be one on one. Nothing is is auto generated for those. Nice. So uh, let's kind of like talk about why did you guys pick to do a anime a PPFP type of art of CNFT? Yeah. So personally, our artist he's been in anime for over ten years. He's a huge huge anime fan. Well, um, his name is Tatsuo. Yeah. Um, I, I've been getting into anime, I've been watching, um, I've watched a lot, a, a good amount of anime, but recently I've been watching, um, I started Cyberpunk recently, um, okay. yeah, um, Samurai Champloo, I like, um, you know, Sailor Moon. Kind of those older shows? Yeah. So, Back. I watched it, like, a little bit when I was younger, and then now kind of getting into, like, the newer stuff on, on Netflix, nice. yeah. Nice, yeah. So, you and I are kind of the complete opposite because back in high school so like six years ago i was super into anime 
like my, my favorite anime was One Piece. Yes, I yes. Loved that's my great w- thing about One Piece. It's so good, but it's so fucking long, which is like partly why I like fell fell out of anime was because like a chapter would come out every week and that then i'd watch it and be like i need more so 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 i haven't watched any anime in like five years but like back that then i was like super super into the asian culture and then during college i got into k-pop which my ex kind of like pushed on me but 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 then we uh broke up so i did anymore no so kind of the opposite oh where like she got me into it okay and then this is something i'm learning about people that 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 are into k-pop a good portion of them are very very sad so 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 during my time where where i was so fucking depressed I fell into a K-pop void where where I learned every band, every member of every group out there, and like fell in love with the music. And uh, my parents <laughs> thought thought I was so fucking weird, being like twenty years old, fucking and talking about K-pop boys all day long. They're like, "Is my son gay?" No, no, I don't think i am but but maybe if a k-pop boy like was gay for me maybe i would be but because of that i kind of like fell in love with that that type of culture so so with that that in mind you now see so many so many anime pfp projects coming out so was that kind of coincidental so I think we have been seeing a wave of anime on Cardano, definitely. Um, when we So we announced everything about six months ago on Twitter and everything, and there really wasn't a ton of anime. There was like Ada Ninjas, Havoc Worlds, um, I think like Raging Teens at the time, but there were, really wasn't a lot else. But in between that time, yeah, it seems like there's been a lot of anime that have, a lot of really, really great anime art that's come into the space. So, uh, what would you say is your favorite anime PFP? Cardano um, NFT. Other than Ikigai. You are a bit too biased on Ikigai. I, I was, like, really, really loved Havoc Worlds whenever they minted. I minted a ton of them. because I just, like, I don't know, I started, I bought one and I loved it so much. I'm like, I need more, I need more. Like, I kept minting. And their mint was a little yeah. bit slow. I think it took, like, the whole day. Um, the so whole got- day? Not not fifteen seconds. I don't mean like slow, but they kind of came out of nowhere. Like I saw someone share it on Twitter, and then all of a sudden I'm like, "What is this? This is really cool." And then yeah, so I think they kind of like took off as the day went, as they minted. Um, but yeah, I I think um, it it was I I would say Havoc Worlds is probably my favorite, but I also hold. I hold Ada Ninjas. I still hold Raging Teens. Same, same. Yeah. Raging Teens was a PFP project. I kind of got in like super early on in. Yeah, like I mint, 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 well. Maybe I minted a couple and then I bought like three because yeah. I'm a, because I have the worst minting luck ever. 
Yeah. So, so I emitted like two, and I'm like, these are fucking terrible. So I sold them into like something I do is I never emit. So that's <laughs> that's because I have the worst luck yeah. ever, and I know I'll be able to buy something I love for two times as much, kind of like I did for Iki Guy. Yeah. Where I am missed a minute because it sold out in 15 seconds. So it's <laughs> like, with that, that, that I do have a couple of raging teens that, that I like. I didn't mint Ori Ori. Ori times three. I, I wasn't able to mint either. I was so busy with everything prior to the mint of, of the Book of Ikigai. Um, but their collection is, I really like their collection. I like the art a lot and. Um, I think eventually, yeah, I, I plan to pick one up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if the floor can drop, like, under 400, <laughs> I may pick something up, but... Yeah. Like, now, now a big thing I'm into is, like, long-haired NFTs. Oh, like yeah? Long-haired dudes, because I'm obviously a long-haired yeah. dude. Yeah, we have some in our collection, I don't know if you saw it. Y'all do, but... But usually, for for NFT projects, I pick up mostly guys because I'm a guy. Yes. But but y'all have some of the finest waifus I've ever seen. (laughs) I've I've ever seen on Cardano. They're cute. Yeah. So to so to me, it made more sense to to pick up a girl. But maybe maybe I'll go and pick up a Ori Ori soon. Yeah. They're just too damn much. Yeah. So you've you've been into NFTs for about a year. Correct. Yeah. So so what's been your biggest miss? Biggest miss. Oh man, I feel like there's a lot of misses. I didn't mint. Same. Same. I didn't mint Chilled Kongs. I didn't mint the Ape Society. I didn't mint. Um, Clay, Clay's and Space Buds, they were before my time in the you space. You and I both. Um, I, yeah, a lot of misses. I've sold things too early. I've held things too long. <laughs> my my best, like, a catch ever was I bought that Kong there. That's, okay. that's got the pipe. It's got the yeah, kinky it. hat. It's got the kinky BDSM suit. <laughs> and I bought that 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 off of Jake Shepard for seven hundred back at a five hundred floor. Then okay. then a week later it pumped to twenty five hundred. So so nice. But, I but, remember when that happened, but, and I was looking. I was like, maybe I should pick up a Chill Kong, and then I regretted it. I, yeah. You you and I need to talk more then because <laughs> like back then I was working for Voyage like modding every day so okay. so so every day we'd get up me and it, like five of the boys would jump in a voice chat and just like talk about NFTs yeah. so so for for a solid like week I told Big T told told a couple other dudes. Yo, y'all need to, to go pick up a chilled Kong, and like <laughs> maybe maybe like four four of them went and um, bought it, and Big T didn't, 
And now, like, he's like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> but that's that, that's a big miss. Then on Mallards, I was gonna mint. Then then for Ori Ori, I was gonna mint. But I don't mint shit, so it's like... Yeah. Pretty hard. You could have picked one up when, uh, there, when they did the whitelist sale. You could have picked one up for almost the same price as, as mint, but... I could have. But... That was a miss on our part, too. <laughs> what you're gonna do. But, so, uh, people that might not know you over on Ikigai, they they know you as being a big Cardano influencer. <laughs> in way. Whatever the fuck that means. With that, what do you think is the hardest part about building, building a following in Cardano NFTs? So, for me... When I came into this space, I joined, like I said, in November. I didn't have any followers for probably in, probably like a whole month. I just came on Twitter, like everyone else, just to find projects and, and everything. And and then I started, you know, posting a little bit more. I think like one of my tweets kind of got a lot of traction. And then I started to get more followers. And then it, it grew like a lot quicker than I was expecting. So my goal had never been like, oh, come on, let's be an influencer, like, but, you know, I, I had a lot of fun, like, yeah. for, for a long time, but, you know, on, on Twitter and things like that, but, um... Do, do you think you've burned out over on Twitter? Like, um, may, maybe not burned out, but you've kind of been here during so the bear market. The thing is, is that... When you become a project creator, you're held, I feel like, to a higher standard. So I just got to be a little bit more careful, you know, with the things that I post on Twitter. You can't be going and bashing, not bashing, but, you know, yeah, making comments about people's projects and, and things like that. But but, um, but but now you kind of, like, feel the burn when there's, like, somebody else bashing. And I've been on the other like. side prior as well. Um, it's just in this instance, the FUD, it, it affects our holders, you know, yeah. and, and I feel, I feel for them and I'm trying to do everything that I can to make it right for our holders and, and the people that support us and support our project. Um, but yeah, anyone that gets hate online, you know, it's hard to ignore it. it yeah. You take it personally. I feel like anyone does. We, we were supposed to have peppers on also, but due to the heat, like in so much heat, being like shoved his way, peppers decided maybe it'd be better not to. Because we've seen people get hate before, whether that be like Mr. Rob yeah. Yeah. back a couple of months ago, and maybe with DCC jack so so good on peppers for deciding not yeah to. and there's sometimes like you know it's easy to take things personally in this space and it's easy to want to react but sometimes you do need to take a step back and really get your mind clear and get your mind right um before you respond to certain things yeah, Com yeah. completely get that but before that you you were talking about how like it's hard to be as open when you've got a cardano nft project that's that's why 
that's a big part why I'm like, let's do a podcast where we can just go in, talk about anything and everything. And people can get mad, but we can also say, oh, we just don't care. Be yeah. be because there's nobody that's like reflecting and being like oh oh not gonna buy that because no, nobody's buying anything so yeah. it's like we can just come in here talk to people about anything talk to people about everything and maybe get some bit backlash like. <laughs> like we we got a bit bit of backlash like a couple of weeks back. Oh yeah. So so uh, we took that in and we're like, is anything we said bad? And I feel like maybe maybe other projects might be like we need to be softer. We need to be more sensitive. But we don't have to be. Like the the goal of this is to have a open conversation so if people people are not ready to have that open type of conversation then we don't want them to watch our podcast like you 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 need a open mind and that's the beauty of online right you're allowed to say what you want you're you you're creating this platform for yourself on youtube and your podcast to to be able to say what you want just like people on Twitter, everyone has the right to share their own opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. So if people want backlash, it, uh, you, that doesn't give you a right. You know, you can still continue to do what, what you're doing. We love the backlash. Please keep on canceling <laughs> us. We want to be canceled. The drama. <laughs> Bring us the drama. We, so so going off of that, recently we saw a very famous adult actress yes. Yes. say that she wanted to make her own nft and i'm gonna be honest i've been a big fan of her work for many many years so that person being elsa jean so what is a celebrity that you would love to see do a cardano nft oh man that's a really good question doesn't need to be a porn. It can be a no, like, some I, type of you know, movie. Personally, actor. I wouldn't invest. If it was a male or a female, I wouldn't invest in any not safe for work. Um, you know, <laughs> you, you, you NFTs on the blockchain, See, personally, that's not my style. To, to, to be fair, my reason for doing it, and I've never bought like only fans i've yeah. never done any of that but but she's bringing utility over here that that we've yes. never seen the likes of so <laughs> so so maybe if 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 only fans let me buy shit with cardano then i did do it before <laughs> so i've to- told people on this podcast that my first like my first time buying anything with like crypto was I bought a account over on browsers for a month just because I like wanted to see if it actually did anything and it did. So <laughs> so it's a lot like anybody bringing new utility over to Cardano. Yes. Maybe maybe I'll test it out and maybe I'll flip it for a thousand dollars. Because on top of that, she is onboarding 
Like, yes, possibly six hundred and sixty-seven thousand people. <laughs> possibly. That, that's what I was gonna get to, right? Like, personally, it's not for me, but I also don't think it's a bad thing for the space. If it's bringing people into the space, if it's if if she's actually serious about the project and providing the utility that she says that she's providing, um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Personally, I I wouldn't invest, just it's not my my thing. But um, I I think it it's a positive thing. Anytime we onboard people and anytime you know a project is a, is a success and and the founders are here and committed, um, I'm all for it. Doesn't really matter what it is. So let's kind of go back to the question being asked. What celebrity would you buy their, their NFT? I don't really... Okay, I would say maybe like a music NFT. Like, I don't really believe in... Porn? Celebrities have, have brought... Huh? Porn? <laughs> no, no. You? No, so um, celebrities have dropped projects both on Cardano and ETH, and I, I feel like it's not, they're usually not 100% serious, but if it was like, let's say an artist dropped an album or something, um, on the blockchain, I think that would be really neat and something that so, I would definitely buy. Do you have a favorite type of music or a favorite artist? I listen to a lot of R&B and rap. Yeah. What what type of R and B? Um, my favorite R and B artists, I would say, Giveon, uh, Party Next Door, Frank Ocean. Okay. Yeah. When when I kind of got got off of my K-pop grind, I got 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 into a bunch of American Asian type of okay. artists. So it's a kind of like popish R and B. Like Joji, like Joji. I like Joji a lot. Yeah. Keshi. Yeah. Same, same type of vibe. But... Yeah. Joji hasn't dropped anything in a while. I really like his music though. Didn't he drop something like two, three months ago with "Glimpse of You"? Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that song's good. Yeah, "Glimpse of Us." Big, yeah. Big, fake fan. Yeah, me to too. To be fair, I'm also a fake fan. Because I said a glimpse of you. you, you. <laughs> I corrected but, you. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> we are both fake fans. But which type of music artist would it be? Like Givion or Frank Ocean? Or maybe, maybe if I could actually like... see Frank Ocean doing a. He's very, like, not with the trends. I could see him doing a, an NFT project. That'd be fucking I could dope. See it. Huh? That'd be fucking that. Yeah. That'd be fucking dope. Like if he dropped an album, I, I would be all about it. And and it's a way for artists, because uh, I think in the music industry, I'm not, I don't know too much about the music industry, but they don't have control over the money that they make, right? A lot of things are streamed now, and you know, selling a, an album on the blockchain is brings back a lot of power back to yeah. the artist. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's like somebody successful. Like you get a Katy Perry, you get a Taylor Swift. Yeah, she'd make billions of dollars on Definitely. the blockchain. Maybe not on Cardano because I don't even think there's a quarter of a billion dollars in Cardano. But she, she could bring billions of dollars every year. But ooh. yeah, I agree. 
Or but, like Justin Bieber or something. Yeah. I would. Oh my God, is Justin Bieber so so? Evil? However, Dude. there's a lot of a lot more men in crypto, so yeah, maybe someone more like I don't know. Katy Perry. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's that's why like Elsa Jean coming over yes. has got me fucking crypto Kev going crazy in <laughs> the thread. That's funny. So, so uh, let's kind of get off of talking about NFTs. Let's talk about you as a person. So, uh, first off, how old are you? Hey, never ask a woman her age. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm 29. <laughs> so, okay. So, so I'm 23. Okay. I would not have guessed 29. I know. Most people think I'm younger, but like, yeah. 29. Damn, damn. <laughs> so, so what what has been your craziest party story ever? Oh, man. I don't party anymore. So I went to Penn State Neither University. Do I. It was the number one party school when I was there. So a lot, lot of fun times there. Um, craziest party story? I don't know. I don't even know. A lot, lot of crazy nights. You don't remember any of them? A lot I don't remember, yeah. You Did... still like, it, it would be like, we'd go out in the, you know, middle of the winter in Penn State, slip on ice, <laughs> fall on ice while you're walking home, yeah. That sounds terrible. Being being a Texas native, yeah, yeah. maybe I've seen ice like t- 10 times. But... Yeah. I live on the West Coast now, so I don't, I don't have have winters right now but that's yeah. good yeah when winters are the devil they are i don't like winter <laughs> so uh, why did you uh, move over to the west coast was it because of the weather or because of the parties no no it was um for for my business and also the relationship that i was in at the time ah yeah. so many pe- people do that yeah but now you're like in the West Coast. Do you plan on going yeah. back? Uh, maybe. Thinking maybe. about it, could maybe not. I don't know. Being being in NFTs, I feel like it's good to be in the West Coast. Yeah, there's a lot of events on the West Coast, definitely. Like you've got D Clay over there. <laughs> you've got Roy. Yep. The the, the shout out to Roy. <laughs> the the two party centrals in the yeah. Cardano NFT ecosystem. So uh, this past weekend, I went to a birthday party, which was supposed to be a kickback, but then because it was a kickback, maybe I wore a shirt like this. I wore some so wetpants, wore a pair of adidas slides but <laughs> but then like five hours in we go to a club oh so, my so, so 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 i'm wearing like slides wearing so wet pants and because it is the day before halloween everybody's dressed up and i'm like oh why God. why did i come did they let you in yes but but I did need to pay ten dollars because there was a sign that said you have to pay ten dollars if you wear so what's there. 
So, no way. So, you should have so, said so, it was your Halloween costume or something. <laughs> would that have worked? No, because I looked fucking dumb. <laughs> looked That's really, funny. really dumb. So, uh, back at Penn, did you join a sorority? I didn't. I Good looked... move. Good move. <laughs> There's a big Greek life culture in at Penn State. Um, I've been to a lot of fraternities, but no, I wasn't in a sorority. Good. Yeah. Back in college, I dated a girl in a <laughs> sorority, and she hated it, but she loved it. So, yeah. So I never got it. Me and a while I joined a fraternity, wasted wasted like two thousand data that that I could buy now, like yeah. paying for shitty buddies. So maybe it's good, but. But it wasn't good for me. Like I told people about the time I partied too hard and the only food we had was a thing of cabbage. Damn. So I ended up eating an entire cabbage. Their initiation is, is pretty intense, right? I know what Penn it is. I know it's secret. That, you can't really talk about it. But but I will because I don't care. <laughs> So so I had told people on here before that I ate a whole like stick of a butter. No way. Ew, <laughs> yeah, that's then, gross. <laughs> then, then then on top of that I also got a piercing back then. Got got a single piercing and looked fucking so bad. <laughs> like next time I just go and get both them pierced but then my buddy he ran in naked from sorority house to sorority house to sorority house <laughs> so in Pennsylvania sorry to cut you off in Pennsylvania they don't have sorority houses because there's like this weird law in Pennsylvania if ten, more than 10 females live in a house it's a brothel so you can't have sororities in Pennsylvania <laughs> that's yeah. so bad yeah that's so bad but they can have fraternity houses, yeah. So the sororities all have to live in the, the college dorms. That's so, so bad. Yeah. That makes no sense, though. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, that is just like sexism in America. <laughs> where where maybe if me and my bros begin a brothel back at my college, then we could just say, oh, it's a fraternity. A sorority, Even, yeah. <laughs> Even though it, that is all it ever w w w was, yeah. But but then, but then what else did I do? I told them about how I punched a hole through a window. Oh my gosh! With with my arms in my head after drinking way too much. What else did I do? I ran around a campfire, butt ass and naked. That was fun. <laughs> me and me and a while everybody was like hosing me down and I was like falling literally on my ass yeah things fun. like that but now I don't party anymore and anytime I do party I like break something so it's like even at CNFT con yeah the, the drunkest I got was because I because I had like six beers and then I ate so much food like maybe I had like six meals in a day, like six big and big yeah lots of Vegas meals in a day. So by the end of the night, I'm like dry even. Like oh my god, <laughs> because I had Italian in me, I had like Chinese in me. 
Yeah. D- what was the drunkest you got back at CNFT? I didn't drink. I you d- didn't drink? No, Why? I haven't been drinking for the last, like, I don't know, four, five months. Um, so, I, no. Good I, people thought I was drinking because I was hanging out at the bar and everything. No, I was just drinking water the whole time. <laughs> Why? Why would you go to Vegas and not party just a tiny bit? No, I didn't want to. That is crazy. Yeah. Like, why did you choose to not drink? So, it's mostly for my mental health. I've been suffering with a lot of anxiety this year. And I well, just. Well, the. This and this and this immense and not go down to out. It's okay. It's okay. It was more things in my personal life that I've been dealing with this year, and and the mint, you know, the the stuff that I'm receiving from the mint. Yeah, I mean, it does give me anxiety a little bit, but it's more like, okay, I'm motivated. Like, what do we do now? I hear you guys. Like, let's let's go from here. I I'm ready to take action on this. Versus, like, kind of being stuck by, with anxiety. You know, sometimes things happen yeah. in your personal life and you can't do anything about it. So, yep. here we have solutions. So With doing a Twitch now, I've kind of become an alcoholic. <laughs> because I feel like I'm more entertaining Yeah, I do drink. I just feel that way, bit. too. But... <laughs> but, but but then I end up doing, like, two shoeys because, like, Larry I saw that on Twitter. And yeah. all the Aussies keep coming. And they're like, do a shoey, do a shoey. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. But but it's what you got to do. You got to be an alcoholic for the views. It's that easy. Yeah. No? Yeah. No? It's no? fun. Hey, so, if it works for you, do it. Uh, like last week I ended up drinking like four beers and then I did a shoey and then I'm like yeah I'm turning my twitch off and I did it at like 9pm which is so early so maybe I should also calm down a bit but let's go to our next topic what type of pet do you wish you would could have like it could could be a tiger could be a lemur could be an elephant can i share my pet first she she always sits right here when i work Aww. so there's my dog chloe she's, she's what type right of dog is it she's a miniature poodle um, miniature poodle yeah she's great i love her um what kind of pet probably just another dog <laughs> um what i don't think i could take care of, of it um like a gold, golden retriever probably i i always wanted a that bigger is dog such a basic dog though okay i'm sorry that is the basic white girl and dog <laughs> not a miniature poodle that's pretty basic too <laughs> you, you get both of them and you are the most basic yeah what do you suggest I get then? That's not so basic. Uh, get like some type of big bird, okay. like maybe a flamingo. A flamingo. All right. That I don't know how to take care of a flamingo. So I'm pretty sure a flamingo would learn how to take care of itself. <laughs> yeah. Like the the most basic answer would be like maybe a, a lemur, like a, maybe lemur? some type of a monkey. Because yeah. I feel like that would kind of like fill out my personality if 
if I just had a lemur over my shoulder that while would be I awesome. did this podcast. But but I feel like a big pet would also be fun. Like maybe not a tiger. Because those those just get obnoxious to say you forget to feed them. Yeah. And they get mad. Like dogs, dogs, they don't get mad at you. They're just like, dude. Dude, it's been seven hours. Feed me. Yeah, definitely. But but part of me does want a dog. I currently do kind of have a dog because I do live with my parents. Okay. And they've got a boxer. That's Okay. I like boxers. Like, They're cool. They have so much fucking energy. They're tr- Oh, yeah? Yeah. Your dog's like, really energetic? So like, too much. Too much, like... So I always make a joke that this dog does cocaine. <laughs> How so old is he? The, he's about a year old. He'll calm down. My dog was so full of energy like the first two years, and now she's super <laughs> chill. Yeah. yeah. I've got another year. Yeah, probably about another year, I'd say. Damn. Yeah. But, but I've always wanted a long boy, which is like one of those like greyhounds, those like. Weapons. Yeah, yeah, I like those. They're they're so long. They're so energetic. They just go and go and go. Yeah. But, but I feel like I don't need an exotic pet. But maybe just a normal pet. Huh. So a monkey would be fun. Yeah. Let's say another pet. Maybe a sheep. A sheep, yeah. Like a miniature sheep. Yeah. Like a sheep that's trained by dogs. So so it acts like a dog. Yeah. That is that. Be <laughs> My awesome. dog looks like a sheep when she runs, and that's any, any yeah. comparison. Yeah. Does does it like jump on all fours? Yeah, and, kind of. Like, yeah. In those videos. And then her ears like kind of go back. Yeah. <laughs> I need a dog. Yeah. But but I live with my parents. I need to move out first. Yeah. Like. Like partly I'm like maybe in like nine months, but then at the same time I'm like I need to make some money first. Yeah. So I either need to to, to do a Cardano NFT. Rugged, then take take all of that. Don't money. say that. Don't do that. Joking and no. So, so <laughs> I'll call I you out if you do that. So oh shit, <laughs> I I don't need your tens of thousands of people of canceling me. No, like I just need to find a way to, to make money doing Twitch, doing the podcast. Yeah. Which kind of leads us to our next question. So uh, we did talk about like living possibly elsewhere. If you could live anywhere, where would you live? Oh man, I used to live in Los Angeles. I don't, I, I don't live there anymore. Probably, probably move back there. It's really expensive Why? though. Why? I like it. Everybody that goes there is fucking depressed. They've yeah. got anxiety. I like the weather maybe, there. Maybe that's why your anxiety got so, so bad. <laughs> because you lived in the depression capital. Yeah, maybe. What are some of the good parts about living over there? 
Um, the weather. That that's a hundred percent. Yeah, close yeah. to close to the beach. Yeah. Um, no winter. No, it's very mild weather all year round. I lived in Santa Cruz, California, okay. which is like maybe four hours north of yeah Los Angeles, and it was beautiful over there, but. People are fucking crazy over there. Yeah. People are crazy like, in LA too. Maybe San Diego. Maybe maybe I would rather live in San Diego. It's a it's definitely nicer than LA, uh, I think. That's that's a big reason why people are moving out of San Diego, out of Los Angeles to Texas, to yeah. Austin. Because first off, it costs much yes. less to live over there. Yeah. And then you get kind of that same like hippy dippy culture yeah. that you get over in los angeles but you don't get a beach yeah so so, so currently i l live in dallas so i'm thinking maybe i'm moving t to austin okay just be just because it's kind of a hip i've heard happening is cool. area. i've never been there but i've heard good things be. about it that or maybe denver yeah Denver's also super cool in a completely different way, where it's got like mountains. It's got those four seasons. Yeah. Even if two of the seasons fucking suck because it's just like ice is snow yeah. the, the entire time. But maybe that. Would you ever move to a different country? Um. I don't know. I think I would. I've been to Asia a few times. I've been to Hong Kong, China, Taiwan. I don't know. I I could maybe see myself living in Hong Kong. It's pretty cool there. A yeah. lot of people speak English. Isn't it kind of dangerous over there though? Um, like that. This is coming from an American where feel... we've got shootings everywhere. But um, I didn't feel like it was dangerous there. No. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like Singapore would be Singapore, cool. yeah. I never been there, but I I would love to visit and and you know, but um Singapore's like it's very small and I don't know. I don't know if I would feel crammed like living there. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that'd be most of Asia though. Hong Kong is like that too though, yeah. Yeah. China, but China, um, yeah. Korea, yeah, Japan, yeah. like like back when I did live in Santa Cruz, California, and I was like kind of opening my mind up to these like new ways of living life. Part of me was like learning Korean and being like, oh, yeah. oh I'm gonna move over there. I'm gonna yeah. backpack. But in, then at the same time, I'm like, but how would I be setting myself up? Yeah. Pretty but poorly. I, I don't think I could live there long term. I think, yeah. um, you know, maybe to go for, for a few months, I, I could see myself doing something like that. Uh, I've never been to Europe. I, I, I could... Never been there either. Yeah. I would love to go. Actually, I've been to Iceland. Okay. Which is like part of Europe, and it's fucking yeah. beautiful over there, but it's too damn cold. Yeah. We we went there during summer, and it was like 60 degrees out. Like their hottest month of the year. 
was a cold day in Los Angeles. (laughs) Yeah. But would you ever go to a different planet? Different planet? Yeah. Uh, Not not with the technology that we have now. I mean, duh. The moon, but... Uh, I guess I'd have to learn about what life was like on that planet before I decided to go there. Give it, like, maybe 10 years, and Elon Musk will have, like, a whole city on the moon. Oh, I'm sure. But, like, if the quality of life was a lot worse, like, I don't don't think I would live on another planet. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of depends on, like, how we keep on going. Yeah. Because if, like, Elon Musk is like, Dogecoin's gonna be the currency on the moon, then <laughs> maybe I might go, because no matter how fucked up Dogecoin is, our financial system, our governmental sure. system's even more fucked up. <laughs> so, so I'm like, maybe that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. But, but... But even if, like, there was a chance we uh, wouldn't make it back, I'd go over there, live over there. Yeah. Because I'm like, nobody else does this. So it's like that path that nobody else goes down. Yeah. So the next question is, what famous person's death made the biggest impact on a you? Um, I'm sorry, who made the biggest impact? Yeah, yes, so uh, what famous person's death made the biggest impact on EQ? I don't know. Did you see Takeoff just died from Migos? That's weird to me. Yeah, that that's sad. Um, I don't know. I don't follow celebrities too much, but... Neither um, do I. I'm always shocked to hear when a celebrity died. I don't know. I wouldn't really say anyone had an impact on me when when wow. they died. You have no heart then. I do. I feel terrible, but like to say that it changed me or it made a big impact, like it's more like I feel I like it's I feel terrible that they died, you know. Maybe then, like like I guess maybe Juice World. Juice World? I I like Juice World's music a lot and I just wish that I could hear more, more of his music, yeah. and his music's still coming out. I mean, he recorded so much when he was alive, but just the potential of of uh, its lost potential. Same as XXX as well. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit's so sad because you you could hear how like fucked up they were inside, yeah. like in their music. So the fact that nobody yeah. was able to be there. To, to to help them through that yeah kind of f- fucking sucks yeah and and also with that that was like wasn't it a gear a part i think L- so yeah like, so, it was pretty so close it, together yeah yeah which makes it even harder because it's a like so if this person died, I loved his music. Let's move on to this next person. Oh shit! This person yeah. died. Then he dies. Yeah, it's true. A lot of I don't know these rappers and and R and B artists. Like when they get famous, they just need to get out of that life that they're in. I don't know. 
being a rapper in a general role is like such a unhealthy culture like you go back to the 90s with like gang wars between the west side and east side like it's so so unhealthy and then when you are amigos like flexing your money all the time then there's gonna be people allowed to get you which which on top of that 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 sucks so much too yeah yeah but with me the biggest death in my the biggest death and the biggest celebrity death was michael jackson yeah because this is like keep in mind this guy was fucked up in so many ways but that's because he never got to grow up i know i watched the the documentary the finding neverland yeah yeah and uh, yeah i don't know if it was in that documentary that they talked about his life but it's true from the time that he was what like five years old he was so famous until he died and I don't think that there's anybody else that has had that level of fame for that long of a time. Yeah, be because usually people fall out of that. But yeah. like when he was a kid, to when he was seventeen, to when he what was like twenty five, his dad was like puppeteering all yeah. of it. Yeah. So it's like he never got to be a kid. But goddamn, his music definitely is talent was insane yeah but back when he died I died i was in costa rica and there was a solid day where like i was like just so sad yeah but let's get a bit more personal you don't have to answer it but what death in your life has meant the most to you um probably my grandfather i my it's it's tough because he he had alzheimer's the last 10 years of his life that's Um, a long time it was and it was really sad to see him go from he was super super intelligent and to see him go from what he was till till at the end of the of his life you know so it wasn't something that I would say that we were, it, it was expected. Obviously, death comes and, and it gets to the point, but still, it's, it's very sad. You know, I, I was very close with him from the time that I was, you know, my whole life. So, um, yeah. With that, that, it's so hard because you know they're going to die before you. Yeah. Like, you can kind of, like, plan that since you're, like, 16 and you're, like, this person's going to die sooner rather than later. He was in the nursing home because he he lived with my grandma. My grandma couldn't take care of him. It got to the point where, you know, he needed a lot more help and she would go there every day and and eat lunch with him and have dinner with him or whatever. Yeah. it, it's just it's sad for her as well because she doesn't have that anymore like even though yeah you you got to kind of like see that yeah and it's it's sad because it's like you know you I, I was happy that he was no longer suffering anymore but it's also sad that he's no longer here with us yeah as well. yeah yeah 
so two of my grandparents they've died like mm-hmm. w- one of them w- was like be a be a before i was even born so uh, like i never knew my grandma with my grandpa yeah which was okay for me because i didn't know so i just grew up thinking damn my grandma is the baddest bitch i know (laughs) and she was like my mindset on life and build, building such something bigger than me. In a way, I kind of owe it to her, even though she never knew me as like this person I am now. Yeah. But, but with that, like the the biggest impactful death I had was my best friend. She was about to graduate high school, and then she got hit by a car, and she died. So it's oh so, it's, so, 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 it's so, so bad. Yeah. But with that, that kind of, like, taught me, me like, damn, life is so short. Yeah. Let's make the most out of every second we are here to yeah. make it better for me, for the people I care about. For, for every buddy, yeah. like that's why I do my Twitch is because people are so bored with life because yeah. life is so boring. So if I can come in there, kind of kind of entertain people for the thirty minutes or five hours, and make them feel better about their life, then that's my goal. Yeah, but but. The things like that, you never know when it's going to happen. Like, shit. So you or I could die in, like, 15 minutes. But but we are doing something bigger than us. So it's, like, even if we do die, yes, that would suck. But... But we took time to find ourselves to do something bigger than this. Yeah. But let's get off of this sad fucking topic. And to get into something more tasty. Do you have a favorite meal? Favorite meal? Oh, man. Mm. I like Italian food. Probably Italian Ooh. food. Yeah. Do, do, do you have it? Do you have a go-to Italian food? Maybe like spaghetti, like a really good spaghetti and meatballs is really good. Spaghetti and meatballs, like that is the most basic answer. Okay, well, well done. I'm sorry, my my grandmother, um, she used to make the best spaghetti and meatballs. So, um, yeah, I like simple, simple things, simple foods. <laughs> so are you a big fan of dinosaur chicken nuggets also i like chicken nuggets yeah like a mac and cheese also i don't eat too much mac and cheese i don't like a ton of cheese oh i love cheese yeah um but yeah mine would probably be a, a ribeye but ribeye, yeah what you do is you put you put a sweet potato you uh-huh. cook it l- 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 like a baked potato. Yeah. Then uh, you take the sweet potato out. You put it on top of it. 
then you put some blue cheese on top no of the way so, i never tried yeah. that i'm gonna have to try that do it do you would like blue cheese i it's okay i don't hate it like i think in that in that situation with ste- I, I like blue cheese with steak it's i think it's a good pairing but to eat blue cheese like every day i wouldn't do it but oh you, you are missing out but um but on top of that you, you are the first person i've ever met that like doesn't love it that doesn't yeah. hate it because I, I usually people are so bold on it they're a little like it's the best cheese it's the worst cheese yeah but with that, like I kind of learned, I'm becoming a bit of a foodie and all. Yeah. So, like, now when I go out, I'm, like, mixing all my food, putting it all together, and then eating it, and, like, being like, this needs some pepper. Yeah. Then, then I add a bit of pepper. I'm kind of becoming a noxious with it but do do you have a least favorite food ketchup it's a very weird food only two foods i don't like ketchup and hot dogs i don't know why i've hated them my whole life and yeah i kind of a so so i kind of agree with ketchup yeah with with hot dogs currently my diet consists of going to Costco, every <laughs> single day, getting a dollar fifty hot dog, then uh, then uh, getting in my car and going and driving Uber. But that's because they cost a dollar fifty. They said they're never raising the price too. I don't know if you saw say, that. Say good, fucking they, amen. They said it's the way to get people into their store, but I guess for you, you're you don't you just get your hot dog and leave. <laughs> <laughs> but but. Uh, that's me abusing the system. Yeah. Hey, you, if they're for sale. You, you're going and buying it, so. I'm going to buy them. You're not I abusing have, the system. They set the price for it, not you. <laughs> so I have, like, gone in and bought maybe $200 worth of Lizzie's. <laughs> but, but that's because it's a good deal. But don't worry. I don't put ketchup on it because ketchup is the worst condiment you can buy. Yeah. Yeah. I hate ketchup. I hate it. Do you, you prefer another thing? Like maybe like ranch mayo? I like ranch. Ranch is good. Mayo's good. Mayo is so good. Yeah. Like the, 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 the richness of the texture. Yeah. I'm such a fucking foodie. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I, I like most condiments, just not ketchup. <laughs> Barbecue sauce is good. I, I know that's Barbecue they're kind of sauce similar. is good. Yeah. Have you ever had jalapeno ranch? That sounds really good. I don't think I ever oh. had that. Do, do you like hot food, like spicy food? I do. Food? I like jalapenos a lot. That's something Same. I've been doing a lot recently is like when I make a burger, I'll cut up some jalapenos, throw it on with a burger, and it's so good. Yeah. Add them my, on top. My dad is like making burgers too at night. So because of my parents, they've been dieting. Like they don't eat good food ever. So so I'm like, you, you can make turkey burgers for you and my mom. 
But I think I deserve something better, so I've got to go out and buy after this. I like turkey burgers. You don't like turkey? <sighs> you can tell you lived in Los Angeles where you're like, oh my god, I just love turkey burgers. Hey. No, so give give me the beef. Sometimes turkey's good. Switch it up a little bit. But you also love ribeye, so I understand. See? See, yeah. like, it's weird that, that I weigh my weight <laughs> because I eat so much goddamn food. Yeah. You got a high high metabolism. Not anymore. Ever since I've encountered Costco hot dogs, I'm slowly go- going up pound by pound by pound by pound. But I guess that that's okay. Yeah. Because I... Uh, can't be a 175 forever and even if i do gain like 15 pounds then then that is the perfect time for me to go on my like diet be begin like doing push-ups doing shit because i don't do fucking anything right now yeah but let's move on to our next topic what is the craziest thing you have ever done for somebody that you liked Oh man. <laughs> was dating or liked? Both. Because I'm guessing if you're dating somebody, then you uh, like them. I I gotta I gotta answer this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not gonna give the the most crazy thing. I'll maybe I'll say I, when I moved to LA for my ex. That's a little bit crazy, yeah. Andy, you moved there from Pennsylvania? Or? Yeah. We met in and Pennsylvania. And then he moved there. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. We did. See, that's that's not too terrible because if it was like, hey, girl, you should move over to Los Angeles, then that, that, that'd be even weirder if you guys never met. Like, one of my best friends, he met his girlfriend when he was 16 because she messaged messaged him on, like, Instagram. (laughs) So so he lived in California. She lived in Dallas, Texas. She messaged him when she was, like, 14. He was 16. Now they've been dating like seven years later. Yeah. So it's like crazy how that works. But that's pretty fucking crazy. My craziest thing is like I let a girl abuse me like mentally so much. Like so bad back in high school. Like this, this girl, we never like dated. But like we we always knew we liked each other. Yeah. So like she was very very bipolar, and back then I was the type of guy that's like, don't don't worry, bro. Let me be there for you and make things easier. You were blinded by love, yeah. Blinded by how. How adorable she was on the outside, but she, she was kind of a, a little demon on the inside. Yeah. 
So like she she dated a girl even though she knew she liked me and she, and she knew I she dated a girl. Her. She dated a girl. Oh wow! What else? She she dated another guy. <laughs> so it's so like you. yeah yeah maybe but but then like we had moments where we're like. You would like me? Oh my god, I like you too. But those were like very lightly there between her dating a guy, dating a girl, yeah, going through that thing. But but I also have an issue where I love being buddies with fucking everybody. Yeah. So, so, so I'm so bad at like drawing that line and being like, so if you you do this, then then i am gone yeah you need to learn boundaries it's a it's important <laughs> back then i loved for people to like me though yeah right so, so it's hard to grow those boundaries yeah but, but at, at this point like i said fucking cancel me fucking come at me <laughs> like like i don't care anymore but yeah. back back then i cared too much like, what else have I done? Uh, I love being in, being in the friend zone, which usually treats me surprisingly well. Surprisingly well. Because if you become super good friends with somebody, then there's always that chance. But back in high school, before that, there was a girl I liked for like four years and so i asked her out maybe like 35 times wow it was a fucking anime but oh my god maybe i am the uh, problem sounds but like not, you're a hopeless romantic <laughs> not anymore no like i've been single for two years and i kind of enjoy it yeah it's been pretty nice but, but anyways, what is something that that's that that's a scam that people don't think is a scam? Oh man, I don't know. Taxes. 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 I have never seen my taxes ever. Yeah. Makes me want to not pay my taxes ever. Yeah. Um. So another th thing is I almost joined a pyramid scheme. <laughs> and you, you guys are probably saying, dude, you're in crypto. You are part of one. And I know that. But, like, I can't join a second pyramid. Holy shit. What's, uh, what was it? That what you almost joined is it like a uh, so so it was multi-level marketing yeah mlm which, is, in my opinion is a scam i feel that way i would never very very bold to say that after i i'm sorry no you're good i i personally would never get into something like that because i'm not the type of person to go I've ran a business before and I never sold my business to my friends, you know, and that's what a yeah. lot of MLM is, is, is selling products to people close to you. Um, 
my my thing about it is they never called it multi-level marketing. Yeah, I know. They'd, they'd say... <laughs> they never do. Well, they'd say, oh, I do net network marketing. Yeah. So so I'm like, no, Dad, it's completely different. <laughs> but but then it's like you need to tell people to not buy their dish soap over here and buy it over here even though it costs $5 more over here. And I'm like... Why would anybody buy buy that then? Yeah. Like so, so, so it's very fucked up. What else? College is also a scam. Yeah, college tuition. <laughs> like until somebody comes in and pays. They, it all they um they're getting rid of student loans. Some student loans. So I guess they realize it's a little bit of a scam. <laughs> but they have it because. Maybe they have in some way because that there's like new programs that make it where it turns out you don't need college, but then they're like, parents are pushing college, yeah. so it's like, should I go? But it's just that like generational system that yeah kind of keeps us being employees, yeah. Which is what why I like crypto and all because yeah. you can make good money not being somebody's bitch, yeah. But, but then then on the other case, it's like you kind of rely on social media then. Yeah. Which you are the world's bitch. <laughs> True. So it's, so it's kind of a hard thing to balance. What else is? Um, jobs. Working jobs. <laughs> you you donate. 40, 50, 60 hours per week to is something that you, you never see back. Yeah. And then as soon as times get hard, they say, oh, sorry, we've got to let you go. True. That's kind of a scam. What job did you work before you went? So I actually, I had a bit, my own business. Oh, um, yeah, I had an e-commerce business. We sold um event. Decor products nice. for weddings and stuff, yeah. Like what type? What type of items? Um, like wedding cake stands, um, things like that for, for like, um, we sold lighting, chandeliers, things like that. Um, nice. Yeah. Decor. Nice. Yeah. Girly stuff. Did you enjoy doing that more? I did. Uh, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> I did. Did I enjoy doing it? I did. I really enjoyed running my business. Um, did you kind of burn out on it? So, so is that why you're like, let's try other avenues? No, or is that something on the back? It's a personal thing. Um, I ran my business with my now ex-husband. That's very, very hard. And we're no longer together, so yeah. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm no longer there. So, so now you're making a multi-billion-dollar business elsewhere. <laughs> Maybe uh, using multi-billion-dollar technology. Not a bad idea. <laughs> what do you like the most about what you're doing now compared to? The type of job you used to do. So I think there's pros and cons to both. Um, 
the pros, I, I would say it's more fun. Like, you know, there's a community behind it and there's a more personal level, but, but that personal level also comes with cons, right? Like in my, my business, my e-commerce business, I never put, put my face on the, on the company really. I wanted to promote the company that it was bigger than just me as an individual running it or, or me and my ex-husband running it. Um, so I never really would put my face and I was very young at the time when I started my business. So, um, yeah, I would, I would probably say the pros is like the community and everything aspect of NFTs. Then the con is also the community. The, the fact that, you know, I'm, I don't really have like a, I don't use social media. I'm not one other before Twitter. Like I didn't really uh, only for my business, but I, my personal, like yeah. to put my face on social media, is something that I don't know. I, I'm not usually all about that. So that's a little bit of a con for me, yeah. I guess. That is mind blowing, because you kind of built you built your identity on and not using a PFP. I know, like everybody else. I know, it just happened that way. Like, like I love people knowing my face and being like, yeah, oh, it's this guy. But still, I don't share many personal. Like, I don't share too many pictures or personal things about myself Good. on my Twitter. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but um, but that 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 is also a, what I built my identity yeah. on. Meet me is like getting to know people outside of NFTs. Yeah, like get, getting to talk to you guys about going out, clubbing, and flip flops and so. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like doing that, which which you you kind of don't need to talk about your life because you've built something else in a different way yeah. which i feel is huge yeah like like i love social media but i hate social media yeah because th th there's so many people being a negative in our community I agree. that there's like long pauses where i'm like so i'll take this day off this day off this yeah day off. it's Usually not as formulated as that, but yeah, you gotta do it, or else I'll jump off a bridge. Yeah, definitely. So, do we, you have anything else that's kind of a scam? You you kind of t talked about marriage. Do you think that's kind of a scam uh, in a way? Do I think marriage is a scam? No, I still believe in marriage. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> Currently. I do think marriage is a scam. Yeah. Not, not like finding a life partner and like settling down and shit. Yeah. But, but needing to make this like oh inseparable pact where you're like till death does us part. I do think part. a wet weddings are a scam though. Ah, and this is coming from somebody Correct. that made her I, millions. I have I have seen weddings. how much money people spend on weddings and that and. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just like, I don't know. You, you, it's one day and you're going to spend 20, 50, 100,000 on a wedding. It's crazy to me. What's, what's the biggest wedding you've ever like took care of? I guess. Uh, so I, I wasn't involved in the actual wedding planning. I just sold like the products, but yeah, I know people spend like 
especially in LA, like hundreds Jesus. of thousands on their weddings. Yeah. Yeah, they they go to the goddamn moon and they yeah. get, bring a beach over there. Yeah, shit's crazy. Yeah. So so do do you do you like weddings then? Yeah, I, I like going you, to weddings. I don't have anything against weddings, but I don't know. I I wouldn't. I don't. I think having a huge wedding and spending a lot of money on it is, and people get so stressed. It's like, why do you need all that stress just yeah. to be in a relationship with someone? Yeah. That's, that's a, <laughs> my th- thing is you, you put so much added pressure on it. Like, you know, if we want to have kids, we should get married. We should do this, 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 yeah. this, this, this. When life's not that hard. Yeah, and you you don't need to drop thousands of dollars on this wedding to say, oh, I'll be with you forever. Yeah, but so uh, with that, what what weddings are a scam? And currently, to me, because I'm very very single, marriage is also a scam, and yeah. that's fine. But but like dating and finding somebody you, you care about, that's. That's kind of what should be the goal. Yeah. But it's like getting married, having kids, buying a house, doing all of these things. Yeah. Renting an apartment, that is also bad though. But let's talk about something else. This world is fucking fucked up. There, I said it. So where are your least favorite places you've been least favorite places yeah. i don't really like my hometown where i grew up it's kind of boring why pennsylvania it's very boring very rural cold gets cold so it's kind of like texas but it gets cold over there it's like pretty depressing there in my opinion yeah. Nice. We're... So you are not a fan of going home, or? I mean, I'll go home to visit my family, but to live there anymore, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. 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 I kind of want to move out of Texas, like I talked about, but Dallas isn't bad. Yeah. There's there's a ton of shit going on over here, and then if I do get bored, I go. Twenty minutes the other direction. There's yeah. a party in Fort Worth. <laughs> bunch, bunch of cowboys. Nice. Not, not that, not that I'm like into cowboys, but where there's cowboys, tends to, to be some cowgirls. Yeah. Glad I made that clear. <laughs> but uh, my least favorite place I've been. Las Vegas w- was fun, but I feel like if I went there alone, I'd be so lonely. <laughs> yeah. Like, just because you go there and you can kind of, like, feel how depressed this, like, city is. Yeah, it's depressing, for sure. Where else have I been? Denver's fucking badass. <laughs> Santa Cruz is awesome. Yeah, I've been to Kansas. You, you, you see those like memes that's like 
welcome to Kansas, and it's like nothing there. Yeah. That that's pretty much Kansas. Most places have like something though. Yeah. I never been but to Kansas. Don't don't. Yeah. Don't. There's no reason to ever go to Kansas. Yeah. Uh, so, Kansas sucks. Pennsylvania sucks. So, is there any good parts about Pennsylvania? Yeah, there are. There are. I like, I mean, Other the city. Pittsburgh is alright. Philadelphia, I like. Um, there's some beautiful places in Pennsylvania, but, yeah. Yeah. I lived in Hershey, nowhere. Pennsylvania for a year. That's where the chocolate factory, the Hershey's chocolate factory is, yeah. Hey. It's pretty cool. So is, so is everybody over there morbidly obese? <laughs> no, it's like more of a tourist attraction, I guess. Like, the locals don't really go there as much, but when you drive past the chocolate factory, like, you can smell the chocolate in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan of Hershey's bar. Yeah. They make Reese's it's there, very, too. very, very boring. Like okay, Reese's? then and never mind. Yeah. yeah, every, yeah everybody loves Reese's. Me too, yeah. So, so our last topic is, what are the top three things on your bucket list? Okay, one thing I actually just did recently, so I kind of crossed that off of my bucket list, uh, skydiving. Nice. Yeah, it was fun. Where? Uh, in, in Las Vegas. I, I live in Las Vegas. Um, but yeah, it's definitely depressing. You do? Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, so it was like, maybe like in, in the desert, I want to do it again. Like, it's not something I want to do like a bunch of times, but you, because it was a desert, there's no buildings or nothing for you to gauge like how high you are or like how small the world is. That's what, what people say. Like you realize how small everything is when you, you skydive. And there was just dirt, like hit some hills and, and things like yeah. that. You, you can't really tell, like, I don't know, how high up you really are. There's there's bits and pieces of Las Vegas where I'm like, that's beautiful. But where Las Vegas is, it's kind of sad. Yeah, I only lived here for a year. Yeah, it's it's not. Not. Like, you, you can kind of, like, feel the depression yeah, it's depre in it's the been gambling. The highest rate of depression and suicide in the country. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And even being there for a weekend. Like, and the, can, like, the suburbs outside of the main strip it is, um, they're a lot, it's a lot different of an environment. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of everywhere though. Yeah. Like Dallas, that com compared to like most cities, it's very, very safe, but these suburbs are like where you go to build a family to yeah. get married yeah um okay next thing on my bucket list i would like to go to europe we talked about that a little bit never been there my grandparents were from greece so i especially greece i'd love to visit there that is awesome yeah i still have some some second cousins and and things that still live there yeah um third thing hmm i don't know i need a bucket list don't i 
<laughs> I mean, you are 29. I don't imagine you'll be dying anytime soon. A, a lot of these things, though, how, how do you, um, you can't really do them when you're older. Like skydiving to do it when you, you're. You can. You can, mm, I know, but. Maybe not like 70, but like 60. Yeah. Um, I think like... the third one, I want to make a difference in the world. I don't know like exactly what that is, but you know, do something that makes an impact on the lives of others. Mine's kind of like that, that also like building a community of people is so important to me where you can kind of build something and then look back on it and be like, damn, this is what I built. This is yeah. insane. Like that's one of mine. So is that what you're trying to do with Iki Guy or to build a community of people? Yeah, definitely. That's and I think that we're doing a really good job. We have a really strong community um, that we've been building for for the last six months and that that have minted and are still in the community. So good. Um, yeah, I I think it's it's really really great to do something you know to build a community like that what i was talking about more is maybe like a charitable something of, of charity to help people who are who are less fortunate yeah yep yeah but but you, you kind of need a community to true. do that true like it tomorrow you could set up a charity maybe not do it tomorrow because yeah because it's like the, the FUD, and then you're like, oh, we are giving away 300,000 Cardano to yeah. this fund. But, like, that's something I'm trying to do. So, uh, first off, like, find something I love doing. Like, if I find a way to monetize that. Okay, so do you know what Ikigai means? No. It's exactly what you're defining. It It's... Finding a way to monetize? Pretty much. Like, it's your passion in life. Something that you love, something that you are good at, something that you can make money off of. There's, like, five different things. So those are, like, three of them. And all of that comes so together, I, and that's your icky guy. That's pretty yeah. cool, though. So, um, finding my icky guy might be number two. Number two, and then going bungee is jumping. Okay. I would like to bungee jump, yeah. Not skydiving? Yeah. That is, like, something I'll also do, but I feel like bungee jumping is cool because it's that, like, falling and then going back up. Yeah. And then going back down. Then going back up. Yeah. Like, I've done it at the malls when I was a little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, like, nothing compared to... Going in, going in between two mountains in Japan, and yeah. like bungee jumping over there, that'd be so fucking gnarly. Definitely, yeah. But it, like j- jumping out of a plane and doing that—that's definitely on the bu- bucket list. Going fly suiting, where you've got those like wings and you're. Oh my like gosh! I don't. I would never. Good do lighting. That. Why? That's, no, that's so dangerous. I don't know. That but worries this me. Is, you jumped out of a plane. Someone was had the parachute on my back, like. But to hit my fear with that is that I would hit the like a because it's like cliff jumping, right? Or or I don't I cliff diving I don't or something like. 
to hit the side of a cliff. I, I think your chances of dying are a lot higher with that than if you skydive or bungee jump. But you'll die happy. I guess. You'll die saying, oh, or I you'll die this super scared. <laughs> Maybe a, you might, but I'm a big boy. Yeah. No. They they make it to where you have to pay thousands of dollars in like lessons to do it. Yeah, I'm sure. Because there's a good chance you might die. But yeah. you might also have the best time of your life. Something I'd also like to get into is like mountain biking. Like going down mountains like yeah. full throttle. Like on bikes. Like yeah, I've seen a lot of videos trails. of that. Same. Yeah. During and during COVID, I got super into that, like, like putting myself into those videos and being like, I want to do this. But I live in Dallas, Texas, where we have no hills, no oh, okay. mountains, yeah. no nothing. So it's super, super hard to do mountain biking to do fucking yeah. anything. But that kind of leads us to the end of the podcast. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, just thank you for having me on and, and talking about the Book of Ikigai. And, and thank you for, for picking one up. I love the one that you picked up. Oh, my God. I'm, so I'm sorry we couldn't have Peppers on here. We got to do it another time with him. Definitely. got to get him on can. here. Yeah. Definitely can. Well, anyways, guys, Maria, we do appreciate having you on and talking about Ikigai, talking about j jumping out of planes and bungee jumping. <laughs> but we are going to end this episode here. So we do appreciate everybody dropping in. And if y'all did watch this entire podcast, we'd love if you went in and dropped a like maybe a sub down below and we will see you on the next episode of the degen report bye guys bye thank you okay